Before I took off for the Christmas holidays, I, on the podcast, uh, we had started looking at whether it was a good idea to have Christmas-themed pop-ups as a way to grow your sales, as a way to um, boost revenue for the year. Now, the idea behind Christmas pop-ups is basically you have people either at an outdoor event or they come over to your store, your place of business, um, if you have one. So let's say you're um, a wedding planner. It's possible to have a Christmas-themed um, pop-up. And you come up with an idea for people to linger and to hang around, um, to see your products and services, um, see your products and services um you know you get to meet people discuss what it is that you do um real estate uh folks in america are really um popular popular for doing this you know the host community events people come by um one of the properties and then they get to meet um the different um, sales reps um of the real estate people it's a way of ingraining themselves into the community and it's also something that one of my past clients has done and that's uh, Kairos Real Estate. Uh, there's something that they did over the Christmas as well. They had people come out to one of their properties. There was a pop-up um, um, event, um, you know, a few musicians performing. Of course, the band was there as well. I saw from the Instagram that the band was there. I don't know if he performed. Uh, Kairos Real Estate is, um, is his thing. That is his part of his um, uh, property development and uh, property um, investment arm for his business. Because some of you know him for being a musician, but he's involved in other stuff as well. So I saw from the Instagram that the band was there, and that was the idea pretty much. People came, there was food, there was drink, there was performances, uh, what else, games. But of course, uh, people, the idea is that when you're throwing one of these things, these Christmas-themed pop-up events, uh, whether Christmas or Easter or whatever, that people get to linger and hang around, and at some point, they're going to get to find out what it is that you do and what you have on um, offer. And so the reason why we were discussing if this is a good idea is because I've seen some proposals over on the gram for people to do this so that you can get new customers for 2022. And in the early episode, um, the reason why we're looking at the idea is because, um, in essence, I just wanted us to um, evaluate if this is a good idea um, or not. And if I remember correctly, I said, well, it's probably a good idea, but we should look for longer-term solutions because seasonal campaigns are not sustainable. Um, eventually you get tired because, yes, now you're done with the Christmas uh, theme pop-up and then um, what else? Are you going to uh, look at an Epiphany theme pop-up? Probably not. So that means you're now looking at Valentine's. What Valentine's campaigns are we going to come up with? After Valentine's, then it's Easter. What Easter campaign are we going to come up with? Then what Ramadan campaign are we going to come up with? What Idil Malud campaign are we going to come up with? Uh, those are Muslim holidays and then on and on and on. And uh, the first time you do it, it can be nice, it can be fun, but eventually this whole campaign fatigue is going to seep in. And so maybe it might not be such a good idea after all, because it's not um, sustainable over the long term. And then another reason why I didn't think it was such a good idea is because eventually, um, except you have well-trained um, staff and people who are on the same page as you are, it encourages discount culture and you're training your audience to wait until Christmas, Ramadan, New Year, um, Easter to get all these quarterly discounts and promos and everything that is going to be advertised at these sorts of things. And for those reasons, I thought maybe it's not a good idea if you're thinking about much more long-term solutions. So we have to look for long-term solutions. Now, um, given that this is probably not a good idea if you're thinking about um, longevity um, longe what's that word 
longevity. Yes, if you think about longevity um, and how you can keep doing this thing for a very long time, it's probably not a good idea. But if you have to do it for the short term because you really need to bring in that quick cash or you're really nervous about getting conversations started for 2022, so if you must do it, then you have to do it with some proper sales um, disciplines for all this holiday-themed um, stuff. So whether you're doing Christmas-themed, Valentine's-themed, uh, Ramadan-themed, um, let's see, what else? Easter theme. Um, you just have to put some proper sales discipline in effect and you will be fine. And the first one that I'm keen on us looking at is this idea of not selling on price. We have to sell on value. So don't sell on price. So all these things of discount, 75% off, 20% off, blah, blah, blah. Yes, it's good. It gets people in through the front door. But sometimes it's not the quality of client that you want to attract and... Uh, it doesn't give you the kind of repeat business that you would like. There's a friend of mine who is a wedding planner, and at one of our wedding shows, he came up with this really brilliant theme um, idea that uh, people would show up, and um, if you're going to... Um, I can't remember how it was, but basically there were different uh, tiers of discounts where you could get 75% discount, 50% discount, 25% discount, depending on what package you picked and how much money you were willing to... Um, drop and it turned out at the time it looked like it was a brilliant idea because um, for a wedding planner he actually walked away with uh, I think 12 or 13 bookings from that but then a couple of them turned out to not be um, worth the hassle so all this discount discount discounts yes it does work because I have seen it happen we show up wedding fairs a lot of us don't expect that we're actually going to collect hundreds of thousands of naira on that day but this friend of mine actually did. It's like, okay, so this is it. All right, no problem. Uh, a 200K deposit. Okay, let's make the transfer here now. Let's lock down the date. But uh, the discount uh, the discount crowd are not necessarily the best people to um, uh, work with. So we have to find ways of selling on value and then not about um, discounts. So if you're setting up all these um, Christmas-themed events, uh, whatever theme it is, and then people come in, the emphasis shouldn't be about um, come and know about us, come and learn about us. We're so great, uh, 50% off, 20% off, 75% off. But we should be trying to sell value. So it should be about um, let's find out about you. What are you about? What are you trying to achieve? Um, what are your ends? What are your goals? Those sorts of things. In having those kinds of conversations with them, we're going to be able to figure out what it is that they found find valuable and then we can lean into that sort of thing. So it's my hope that for Kairos Real Estate, for instance, it wasn't you guys come here, have fun, let's have suya, and let's um, play all these wonderful games and then take 50% off because you uh, participated in this. But I'm hoping that was going to be a thing of they came for the food and for the music and for everything. And then sales reps were actually going to be able to have conversations of, uh, you know, thank you very much for coming. How did you hear about us any, anyway on this event? Are you looking at getting real estate as part of your... Um, um, investment portfolio or do you want to be uh, a homeowner why what sort of properties are you looking at blah 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 stuff like that so getting those sorts of conversations uh, going right from the beginning looking at selling value is a much more better way of going about it so that by the time we're done with all the eating and the drinking and the festivities and all the fairy by the time we're done with all this in December, we can actually call up these people to continue having very valuable conversations. Hey, Mr. Adekunle, thank you very much for uh, showing up for the event. Um, the last time we spoke, you mentioned that you were interested in one, two, three, four. 
um, would you be interested in taking the conversation um, uh, further? Or, you know, I have one, two, three, four portfolios that I think might be able to uh, match the investment returns that you're looking for. Would you be in interested in uh, setting up a meeting so that we can talk about it? Um, okay, I'm just freestyling, so maybe I haven't come up with the best ideas. But bottom line is I'm just trying to show that there's a way that this can be done, that you're coming at this from a value-driven perspective and you're not just thinking about um, price, you know, two for one. 50% uh, off, 70% off, 75% off, 80% off, whatever it is that you're doing because you think you're going to bring uh, people into the door. And so it's something that those of us in the wedding and the event space should also do as well. It should also, it should be around uh, value and not this whole thing of discounts. So, uh, but yes, discounting, it does work. I have seen it before my own very eyes. Um, like I said, my friend, the wedding planner, uh, yeah, somebody dropped uh, 200K, uh, another person dropped, I think, 350, uh, then there were a few 150Ks in there. So, yes, I have seen it work, but um, I've seen it work, but he didn't have a very pleasant experience working with um, all those people um, at, the end of the, at the end of the day. And um, I must point it out that even though it worked, it's not something that he has done since then. So, yes, they got a flood of cash. But the uh the the what would I call it the spiritual benefit okay maybe not spiritual benefit uh there's something I talk about you know when I say that you know the taste of money that sometimes it's better to do a gig that is going to give you um, 150k or 200k because you know it comes with no stress and you know that 200k tastes better rather than taking a job that gives you one m but it basically just sucks the life out of you so I guess it's just that kind of thing that yeah the cash came in but uh, the cash really wasn't all that sweet. Okay, now, if you're going to go ahead with this whole discount strategy, um, let's say you don't agree with what it is that I've said, there's a proper way to use discounting. So now, discount, because you have excess inventory, and then you also have a longer customer lifetime value, or a higher customer lifetime value. So that's the proper way to use discounting. And so if you look at it that way, then discounting might not actually help those of us who are in the wedding and the um, event space. Because first of all, we don't have an excess inventory. As a wedding photographer or as a wedding planner, you are pretty much the inventory. You know, your time, your metal space, your headgear. So there's no excess inventory per se. Because people who have excess inventory, let's look at um, retail stores. Um, back when my wife and I were in uh, Scotland, it's something that all these stores would do. Uh, you know, H&M or uh, what else? Okay, H&M is the only place I can remember. H&M, Next, you know, all these people, they'll throw all these uh, massive sales and blah, 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 and people would come in through the whole door, uh, through the door. And uh, my wife likes a bargain, so yeah, if H&M was doing a sale, she'd be there. If Next was doing a sale, she'd be there. Uh, what else? There's another store. Um, I can't remember. There was another store she really liked anyway. But these people have excess inventory, and so this is part of the game. We got into one store, I can't remember what the store was like, and um, there were massive discounts on the Brazilian underwear. Now, of course, like you reasonably expect, I think my wife has a really cute bum. And so I looked around and at the Brazilians and I was like, wow, these things are really, really cool. They would look nice on you. Let's pick up a few. And so, yeah, we ended up picking uh, Brazilians, uh, Brazilian underwear. We picked up some Brazilians, not too many, maybe five or six. And then as we're leaving to get to the till, uh, to the till my wife uh, is like, oh, that, oh, these Brazilians, uh, they also have these bras that match. So let's have a look at these bras and, you know, let's pick up one or two. And then we had a look 
And then, of course, one of the uh, outfitters, are they called outfitters? The people who are in stores who help you measure yourself and select styles and things like that. She came over, and then her and my wife got talking, and it's like, okay, this bra will match this one, this will match this. Have you done a bra fitting before? Come over to the room. Uh, they did their thing, bra fitting. We selected a couple, and then uh, we forgot we'd leave. And then as we were leaving, we got close to the till, and then like, oh, these uh, glasses look really nice, and then these accessories, and blah, 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 and on and on and on. So I'm sure you guys are getting the idea right now. These stores have excess inventory, and so because of that, they can throw these discounting things. They can do it routinely all the time because they've done the math, and they have figured out that if you have excess inventory, you can get people to come and buy Brazilian underwear on the cheap, and then they're going to buy uh, bras, expensive and then buy accessories, expensive. And then uh, on the whole, you're going to net out positive because they came in for the cheap, but then they bought some other things on regular prices or maybe inflated prices. So that is how it works for people in other industries who have excess inventory. And for those of us in the wedding and the event space, we are not like that. I don't have excess inventory as a photographer. You don't have excess inventory as a wedding planner. So if you're going to do all this Christmas theme stuff and you're doing 75%, 20%, blah, 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 there's no excess inventory to sneak somebody in and then upsell them on something else. You can try, but it's not going to work when it comes to service-based things because there's no amount of toasting that you're going to do if, as a photographer, you pull somebody in at 150K. You can't talk them up to 750K. If you normally like to deal with a 750k crowd or 500k crowd, you can't pull somebody in at 150 and then upsell them to 500. It just doesn't work that way. A 150 person is a 150 person. Maybe you can toast him up to 200, but 300, you know, it's not going to work that way. So for other businesses where you have excess inventory, discounting, good strategy because you're going to net off, um, um, going to net off at the end of the day. Then, uh, the thing of longer or higher customer lifetime value, something we ought to pay attention to. Now, in the retail space, this discounting thing makes a lot of sense because you have a longer or a higher lifetime customer value. So, my wife and I, who are in the United Kingdom for four, four, five years, maybe six years, but routinely my wife came for all these things and it was, um, it was pretty much the same cycle. And I've run into other couples Nigerian couples who are living abroad who is pretty much the same thing. Uh, you know, the wife is looking forward to the sale or the girlfriend is looking forward to the sale and eventually she pretty much becomes a long-term customer. So you come in the first time to H&M, to Next or whatever it is because of the discounts, they have excess inventory and they get you to stick around for pretty much a long time. In fact, I was cleaning out our room recently and I found our old uh, boots card that my wife used to get discounts from boots. That's where she used to buy uh, snacks for lunch and medicines and um, stuff like that. It, it's pretty much the whole thing. As in, my wife is a loyal customer, even though we're now back in Nigeria, she still has the boots card. In case she happens to be abroad and there's any boots uh, store, you know, she'll pass through there. And um, I'm sure you guys get the gist. So you do discounts, excess inventory, get somebody in on the cheap. They buy other stuff, you net off, you're good. But the thing is, the person also keeps hanging around and the person keeps buying from um, for you for six years straight. Now, because of the nature of our own space, I mean, weddings are not one and done. Events are not one and done. So after the wedding, they'll be back for uh, the naming ceremony, uh, the baptism, uh, the other uh, maternity shoot, uh, what else, and all those other stuff. But the thing is, we don't have that kind of runway that people have in the retail space because somebody can come in on a discount and buy 
and the person keeps coming back every week or every month for the next five or six years and we just don't have that long of a runway so our customer lifetime values are not that high so um, it's something that doesn't apply to us in the wedding and the um, event space so um, let me see what else okay and then the last tip I'll say is you have to get data from people get their information the name phone number email address and then get permission to keep up with them in the future so um to have future conversations with them and that way you should be able to get uh, some more um uh, business so that's the sales discipline that you have to bring and the sales mindset that you have to bring to these things if you're going to do the uh, pop-up and you're going to have the discounts then do it if you have excess inventory and you're going to bring people in on cheap net um, net on some other higher uh, margins on other products and then you're going to keep them around for the long term and then get data from them and then get their permission so you can have uh, future conversations with them and then you need quality follow-ups and uh, phone calls and uh, yeah stuff like that so that's pretty much the attitude that you ought to adopt if you say you know what I've heard what Tavishima has said I'm still going to do the Christmas theme pop-up anyway that is the mindset to have so sell on value, not discounting. If you're going to discount, it has to be a deliberate strategy because you have excess inventory and because you know how much money you're going to make from them over the long term while they hang around. And then make sure that you get their information and permission to follow up in the future. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based sales consultant and event media professional, Tavishima Ayede. Thank you very much for your time and attention. Uh, I look forward to hanging out with you guys again on the next recording, um, especially for tomorrow's recording when we cross over into 2022. Thank you very much, guys, for hanging around on the podcast, and I'm looking forward to another wonderful year with you guys. So enjoy the rest of your day, and um, have fun. Don't overdo it with the alcohol, and, um, well, well, I mean, pretty much if you must drink, you know, don't drive. So have fun, be responsible. I'll catch you guys on the next recording.